Are you ready? And uh, so this is Matthew 24. It says, Jesus left the temple, was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. They were impressed with them, and they should have been. And he says to them, you see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be one stone left upon another here that will not be thrown down. Now, there's been some destruction on that site, but obviously this uh, uh, prophecy by Jesus is not yet completely fulfilled. For instance, the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall, is, is still uh, there in place. And he says, not one stone will be left upon another. And then it says, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And that's a lot of what we all, we have those kind of questions, don't we? When is this going to be? Anybody needed a Bible? Bill's got them right up here. Just raise your hand. And we'll hand one to you. And you look up Matthew 24. And <clears throat> when is it going to be? And the disciples, I mean, they're impressed with the buildings and what's been accomplished there. And they're, but when they hear Jesus say, this isn't going to last. This is temporary. It's temporal. It's not going to be forever. Then the disciples want to know when. Okay, start looking for clues. How do we get in the right position? How do I know if I'm at the right place at the right time? You know, if I knew when the stock market was going to go down, I, if for a recession, I could position myself to avoid losses. If I knew when a calamity was going to happen to somebody I love, I could help them avoid that situation and avert disaster. If I knew when I would, would be my last day alive, I would be able to know better how to live the rest of my life. How much do I need to earn? How much do I have to spend? And if God wanted us to know all those things, he would have told us. But he doesn't. Instead, God gives us his word, and he gives us his spirit, and he gives us each other, and he's given us all we need for life and godliness, is what Peter says. And it's a walk of faith. So Jesus says to them, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. And you Don't be alarmed. For this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pangs. You would think he had listened to the news from this week. But it gets more personal than that, because that's all around the world. Then he goes into a personal section. Then they will deliver you up to uh, tribulation and put you to death. <laughs> that's not the end of the story, but you and I are just a little part of it. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because of lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. The disciples' focus is when? I got to know so I can be ready in that moment. And Jesus says, are you ready? You need to live ready. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus, only make each day count. And Jesus tells them, it's going to get worse before it gets better. There's all these things going on, the wars and nations rising and earthquakes and famines and, and all these things. And then in your life, you're going to be delivered up. And, and some of you will even die for your faith. That's happened within the last few weeks that Christians have been put to death just because they love Jesus and that many were going to fall away. We've seen a falling away in our country. 
And people are going to be led astray and the love of some will grow cold. And Jesus says, those who endure to the end will be saved. You know, San Juan has been a huge blessing to South Shores. And there'll be people who return who said, I'm going to take, it, uh, take time off until you come back to Dana Point. They, in my view, will welcome them back. But they have missed a huge blessing of a time of unity and a sense that God is working among us. And uh, there have been numerous miracles where people had, had healings that they were praying for. And uh, we have seen God be faithful and the project has moved forward. And uh, so our, our, we are going to transition from here to, to Dana Point. Are you ready? Our job as we move forward based on this scripture, I'm going to give you four or five things. Number one, keep your eyes on Jesus, on what's eternal. They were impressed with the buildings of the temple, and Jesus says they're temporary. They're not going to last. They're not going to heaven. Buildings are beautiful, but they're tools to be used to bring, bring glory to God, and they do not last forever. Number two, expect opposition. Expect difficulties, expect setbacks, hardships, losses. Number three, endure to the end. This is not the end. We're concluding something here today, but really this is the beginning. And God is going to use us in a great way. Great days are in the future. We don't live in fear. We need to keep in focus the main thing. How do we make disciples of all nations? How do we live in love and love one another as Jesus would love? So we need to be about, number four, is proclaim the gospel of the kingdom throughout the whole world. What's the gospel of the kingdom? I'll tell you next week. But you could probably guess, right? Because, and I don't want you to miss next week. I hope you get on your email list and email everybody. Church is opening in Dana Point, January 12. Be there. Or give them a ride. Or call them on the phone and invite them. I, I, everywhere I go, I'm telling people about it. It is worth in making, inviting people to come and to be, celebrate with us. God has been working in and through us, and he's using us. I did a tour this last week with uh, two inspectors. Okay, they were two years old each, and um, <laughs> a couple of grandsons, but they did a pretty good job. And we started around the church, and they were so excited, and just trying to keep them in the same spot to check everything out. We got on one of the new elevators, because there's an elevator in every building, and they go, fun! You know, and, and one of them pushed the red button, which, don't touch the red button. You'll get to talk to 911, just like I did. Okay, and, and, but anyway, that's a different story. And then, when we got to the play yard, one of them looks around and goes, no people. Well, you know, if you don't have any people, without people, without Jesus, you don't have church. You don't have the family of God. It's not about the buildings. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost, to redeem them, to reclaim them, to adopt them as his family. It's not that we can sit back and say, oh, there we did something great. No, we need to use those as tools to be about what Jesus has called us to do. People need the Lord. Are you ready? Make each day count. So invest and invite. Bring people with you. <laughs> Carpool. And let's keep our eyes on Jesus. We're going to take our few minutes remaining, and we are going to share around the table of our Lord, remembering his tremendous sacrifice for us. Let's pause and pray. Dear Jesus, thank you that you gave yourself for us because you love us so much. Thank you that somebody's told us that story Thank you that we could respond in faith to you.
Thank you that you would use us to do something big. And we thank you that we are being given much and much will be required of us. So help us to think the right thoughts and keep our eyes on you and praise you with our whole lives and run after you passionately and to see you use us to bring Jesus to this world. Thank you for giving yourself for us. Amen.